Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. We're in the last chapter of the book of John, um, chapter 21. And before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for this final chapter. And I'm so grateful for all that you've indicated, all that you've shared with us as we've gone through this book. It's taken longer than I expected, Father, and I'm just grateful that you've been patient with me. And I just come before you asking, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us as we read, that you would be the one who talks to us. It'd be your wisdom, your understanding, that there'd be nothing from me and everything from you. May our hearts and our minds and our spirits be open to you, to your teaching and to your words. I just pray for your guidance as we read. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, so often as I read the last section of, of a book, it seems like it's kind of a, it's anticlimactic. It's, it's like, hey, say hi to Mary. Say hi to my friends over here. This is me writing. I'm sending so-and-so with you, to you, and you know, take good care of them. But John doesn't end that way. John ends with a good lesson. So let's go ahead and jump on into John 21, verse 1. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going to go out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. So when they're in Galilee, I think they're about 80 miles or so away from where, you know, Jerusalem, where Jesus had been crucified and everything had occurred. And so, you know, they had basically left and gone back to where they they were comfortable again. Verse four, early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore of the but the disciples did not realize it, w- it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, have you any fish? No, he said. No, they said. He said, Throw your net on the right, right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large amount of fish. Then the, disciples who, the disciple whom Jesus loved said to, said to Peter, It's the Lord. As soon as Simon heard him say, It's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals where... I'm sorry. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. This is just like what had happened in in the past the the guys were out fishing and Jesus called them and that's when he called them so it's coming full circle verse 10 Jesus said to them bring some of the fish you have just caught so Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore it was full of large fish 153 but even with so many the net was not torn 
Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. So again, just like when he fed fed the people with the fish and the loaves. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to Simon, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Jesus turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus lo- I'm sorry, verse 20. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and had said, Lord, who's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that this disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. So there's a lot to this ending. He's repeating the feeding of people with the fish and the loaves. He's repeating and sharing with them the first time that he, he called some of them when they were out fishing. So there's, there's so many different pieces to this. It's pretty cool. And I just want to read, with, read real quick what is said in the ESV expository commentary. It just says real briefly, We will best understand the import of John 21 if we consider that what the disciples faced at this time. The disciples of Jesus had been swept up in the fervor of the messianic figure who had filled the land with his teachings and healing. Winning a great name for himself, they saw his love, heard his promises, and left all to follow him. Jesus never let them down. Then he was betrayed, crucified, and dead. But to their great surprise, he came back from the dead. Naturally, the fact that Jesus was alive would be a great comfort. But two things he said to them would cause great consternation. When he appeared to them after, their, after his resurrection, he told them he was sending them 
as the Father sent him. Furthermore, he continued to maintain that he was not staying with them physically, but was ascending to the Father. Thus, consider the plight of these poor Galilean fishermen who who comprise the inner circle of Jesus of Nazareth. They are to make disciples of all nations, but Jesus is going away. What do they need from Jesus in order to accomplish this task? They need exactly what he gives them here in chapter 21. They need assurance that he will know where they are, even if he is not physically present. They need assurance that he can provide for them, that he is indeed alive from the dead, that Peter's betrayal has not disqualified him. They need to know that Jesus knows and controls their destinies and that they should indeed continue to follow him. Just because he's no longer walking with them physically, he's still there. He showed up when he hadn't been there. They were out fishing. They were far away from where he had died. But he found them and knew exactly where they were. It's the same with us. God knows where we're at. He knows our hearts. He knows what we need. And he's right there with us. There's no better example than that. He'll walk with us. And he'll have his Holy Spirit will be with us and in us. He never leaves us, even though we may leave him. And at times, I know I don't feel like I feel him. But often that's because I'm the one who's moved away. So with that, let's go ahead and go back to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you for your work. I thank you for your word. I thank you for all that you do and for the reassurances that you give us, the guidance you give us, and that you love us. I'm just so grateful for the way you take care of me, my family, my loved ones. And I just come before you seeking out the ability to love you completely and fully so that I can then love others as myself. Be with us this day, I pray. May we do your will and bring you glory. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.